the biblical call to give an answer for those who inquire about the faith. We are always prepared to give a reason for the hope that is within us. This is your life. This is who you are. This changes the way you understand yourself as a human being and every other human being. It changes what you mean by justification and adoption and sanctification and glorification. And it changes what you mean by why we do what we do in gospel ministry and in righteous living. Everything is changed when we understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Chablani Mayberg. And I'm Isaac Pinto. We are associate pastors at Central Baptist Church. And welcome to our Theology Alive podcast, where we look to engage theology in the church carried out in the culture using a Christian worldview. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of our Theology Alive podcast. Yes, thank you for joining us at this time. And wherever you're, you find yourself, whether you're driving or listening at home, or, um, yeah, at work. Look, maybe you are a faithful listener of the podcast that as soon as we finish speaking, you just switch it off. Uh, so you don't hear the part that says, please like, share. There's no subscribe. Later. Yes, there is subscribe. Is there subscribe? Yes. Where, subscribe where? and share. Where, where are they subscribe? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Subscribe. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Please like, share, and subscribe to our, our, our podcast. Um, we would definitely like to reach as many people mm. as, as we can. Yeah. Not because we want to be popular, but just because we would like to reach people with the information we're putting out there. And I don't know if we've told this before. Maybe we have. But... At the end of every episode, there is a blooper. So many of you don't know about that. So after the final later, generally our editor, Steezy, um, puts some kind of funny thing. So what he end. does is... He chows us. He does. Yeah, yeah. And at, <laughs> at the beginning of every episode, what he does is he just keeps the mics recording. So, yeah. so sometimes... He, we, we might give away some church secrets. So you, you, you want to listen to the end. You don't know what you're going to catch. You could just catch something funny. Or yeah. you could know the secret to Pastor Charles' sermons. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen right to the end and then you'll, you'll hear a blooper after every episode. Now, I, I, I'm telling you, there's some people going to go back to all the previous episodes. And I'm and sure. I didn't hear I anything. I didn't bloopers? hear anything. <laughs> what? So, yeah. Um, and But thank you so much for all our listeners. Um, Carson was just telling us before uh, it started, we've reached 1,700 people. Oh. Listeners. Well, that have listened to, I don't know what, how exactly to frame this uh, statistic, but yes. Do you know what's going to get us to 2,000 listeners? Mm. If Carson starts adding applause... In the middle of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the applause and people start cheering. Not the piano thing. No, no, not no, no, the piano no, Not the organ. Not the no, organ. No, 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 the no, organ. No, it's too far, too far, too far. <laughs> but we, we definitely want an applause and some mm. cheering. When, yeah, yeah. when you drop like some bars and you just hear... <sighs> <laughs> and then we'll, we'll eventually get to record in front of a live audience. Exactly. Mm, you know what? Come on, brother. We just need to hit 2,000. Mm. But... Mm. 
That's not what we're talking about today. Right. Today we are talking about the church, mm. a topic that uh, I must confess is one that's really dear to my heart. In fact, my wife uh, always tells me that most of my sermons um, that are talking specifically about the gospel are the better ones. Mm. Now, I don't know how to take that, but I figured it was a compliment. So she yeah. says, I you really... You should listen to her, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now from yeah. you, that's not a compliment. <laughs> uh, but Our wives are generally right. <laughs> when they give us uh, sermon crit, they, they are the best ones. So, yeah. so she was saying that I do sound more passionate and and that sort of thing. And uh, in, in youth, we've been actually going through the study of the church um, just because a lot of young people um, have grown up being taught something about the church. And I've actually come to realize that a lot of people know about the church, but not a, people, not a lot of people know the church. Mm. Um, the same way a lot of people know about God, but not a lot of people know God. Likewise, I think the saying is true that a lot of people know about the church, but not a lot of people know um, what the actual church is. So our statement of faith says this, we are on number nine. Uh, so mm-hmm. if you've been keeping track, we are nine of 12. We mm-hmm. are almost done with mm-hmm. the statement of faith. Um, but I really trust that it has been a blessing to you as you've been following along with us. But today's statement, verse um, number nine says, we believe that the ch- Ooh, the me. church is the whole company of those who have been redeemed by Jesus Christ regenerated by the Holy Spirit, reconciled to the Father, and thereby to each other. You can do the next one, Jabal. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was just, all of a sudden became gassy. Uh, number two, that this church is the people of God, the body of Christ, and the temple of the Holy Spirit, through whom God's purpose in history is made known. Hmm. So we're going we gonna to actually split this section of the church uh, in into two uh, episodes, and we are going to have a guest, so I'm not going to tell you who it is, uh, just to give it a bit of suspense. You know what? I will tell you. So, <laughs> <laughs> this guy. So, Isaac, Isaac has been dying to show us that he has other friends. <laughs> <laughs> and for the longest time, you know, we've been saying we're growing this bromance, you know, it's it's Isaac and me, you know, we're just, you know, living our best lives. But he's been for the longest time trying this to force Carsten and I to have his friend over. And he won. So so our next episode will have Isaac's friend. Uh, <laughs> So please, please tune tune in and 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 hear. Um, he, he'll be talking about um, the local church. Uh, he'll be talking about leadership in the local church. Um, basically, talking about specifically male leadership in the local church, complementarianism versus egalitarianism. And he's also going to be sharing about church governance. Um, and uh, the different models and which which model um, does this specific statement talk about. Now, with, with that even said, um, as I've made the notes about this specific statement, I think last week Isaac and I made the, made the mistake to not mention that as much as we are explaining this statement and the explanation of this of the statement may carry with it our theological views, we are not saying that this statement is of that particular view. So, for example, um, last week's statement um, was talking about um, the, the, the call of God. 
Right. And and in our explanation <clears throat> of the call of God, um, if you picked it up, it would definitely have had a more reformed leaning. Um, leaning. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that the statement itself is reformed or Calvinistic in nature. So mm-hmm. so apologies for that. If mm-hmm. uh, if if you heard that from our last statement, we mm-hmm. we were not saying that that is true of the statement of faith. But as we yeah. explain the different mm-hmm. concepts that come out of the mm-hmm. statement, um, our leanings yeah. um, tend to uh, make their way out. Yeah. So, and, and I think we, we just want to be honest and transparent yes. in the sense that um, even as the 2017 Statement of Faith was uh, drawn, it was made for a, a larger body of yes. churches. Yes. And so one, one of the um, uh, great uh, scholars theological that we had in our midst, Dr. Kevin Roy, who who passed away, mm. um, he, he he after uh, consideration of this statement even said this w- could be adhered to by charismatics, reformed, yes. uh, uh, cessationists, continuationists, um, and so it it is from a larger. Yes. It encapsulates more than just uh, one particular view, and yet it still does. Uh, is pinpointed to that which are fundamental. Yes. Uh, so, so yeah, if you had your correct. Bible on, um, on your le- on your right and the statement of faith on your left, you'll be able to see all these things are exactly mm-hmm. as you see it within the scriptures. So, um, they 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 weren't pushing for um, mm-hmm. any specific agenda, but a biblical agenda. So so when I say it wasn't pushing for any specific agenda, um, I don't mean that <clears throat> if someone who holds to the LGBTQ plus can come and take the <laughs> statement of faith and say, hey, I can use it too. No, no, no. Mm. Although it's, it's, it's not pushing a theological agenda, it is pushing a biblical agenda. Yeah. Um, and and the, the compilers of the statement of faith were trying to be as true um, to what the Bible says um, mm. as, as possible. So yeah. I guess we could call it, it's, a, it's very evangelical mm. um, in, in nature. Yeah. But yeah, so going into this first part, um, that the church is a whole company of those who have been redeemed by Jesus Christ, regenerated by the Holy Spirit. We find here um, one of the things that we as Baptists believe in, uh, which is uh, regenerate church membership, um, and that the church is, is, is made of redeemed people that have been regenerated uh, by uh, the Spirit. And so in Ephesians 5.23, For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. So the Savior of the body. You know, um, Colossians one eighteen, And he's the head of the body, the church, is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything that he might be uh, Preeminent uh, Hebrews twelve twenty three, uh, into the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God, the Judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect. So, we we believe that the scriptures uh, speak of the church as those who have been redeemed by Jesus Christ, uh, those that have been regenerated by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So if. Um, I think even even as you know, I I learned we'll be chatting about the Catholic or the the Church, uh, the Universal Church. Mm. Um, 
you know, the thought came to my mind that, you know, if, even as I've just said, a lot of people know about the church, but not a lot of people know the church. We, uh, we have some people who think that the church is a building. We have some people mm-hmm. through COVID um, who've gone the opposite, <laughs> who say the church is not bound by the building, but the church is online. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what, what, what I believe we want to try to do in the statement is explain exactly uh, what, what God's design for the church is. So it starts off by saying that the church is the whole company mm-hmm. of those who've been redeemed, by Jesus Christ, regenerated by the Holy Spirit, and mm. reconciled to the Father, and thereby to each other. So, when we say the whole company, two words um, that that are used in uh, theolo- in theological books is the term the Catholic Church or the Universal Church. Mm. Um, now, if if you are a South African, you'll know that um, the Universal Church carries carries with it the connotation of that church with the red heart and a dove. If you say Catholic Church, the connotation that comes with that is the RCC, the Roman Catholic Church. But these two terms uh, don't belong to these two uh, 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 bodies, but Mm. it belongs to the whole company of those who have been saved. Mm. So when you talk about the ecclesia, the, the, the church, the gathering... Um, it's the Greek word ecclesia, which means assembly or gathering. Now, when we talk about the Catholic Church or the Universal Church, uh, we know that the term Catholic, it means that, um, sorry, it carries with it the reality that we are one church of Jesus Christ, and this church is not limited to any geographical re- uh, region, any ethnicity, any economic class, any age group, any historical era, or any gender. Uh, we see this in Galatians chapter 3, verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So when we talk about the Catholic Church, we're talking about all believers from all times, from all backgrounds, from all ethnicities coming together um, to worship the Lord Jesus. In fact, it's not even coming together. It's all those who have come to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who have been redeemed by his blood from everywhere in the world. They are then part of the Catholic Church. When you read in, in Romans 7, 9, where people will be gathering from all tribes, all nations, all mm. tongues to worship our God, mm. that right there is talking about that is the universal church. That's the Catholic church gathering together to worship God. Um, another phrase uh, we have is the body of Christ. When, mm. when uh, we read of the body of Christ um, in the scriptures, we are talking about this body that has Christ as its head. Um, and in this body, we have all different gifted people coming together to worship this one God. Mm-hmm. I think it, it is so important that we understand that uh, the church is made of uh, believers. And and especially, you know, as, as Baptists, when we say uh, regenerate church membership, there is implications in terms of our daily practice at church. So, for example, we have... A big decision to make, mm. and um, while who is the church? Christ, Christ is the head of the church, and so Christ reveals uh, His mind and His will to His body, the church. Now, if you if you're not a believer, you don't have this connection to the Lord, yeah. and so you're not going to be voting yeah. in in accordance um, with. 
you know the one mind in Christ mm. uh, you know and that 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 is not to say that um we sometimes don't vote according to our our flesh mm. but the aim is that we listen to Christ who is our head and we are able to because he he guides his his church so uh, i just want to quote um uh Jonathan Watson who is a, a, profen, a professor from the Southern Baptist uh and and he says this just regarding uh regenerate church membership it provides a common ground for fellowship and for fulfilling the one another commands of the New Testament um, this is visible in two ways. On the one hand, regenerate church membership means that we can encourage one another through difficulty by pointing each other to the author and perfecter of our shared faith. And on the other hand, um, it means that we can also lovingly correct and rebuke one another on common ground. Uh, brethren, Paul writes, even if anyone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such one. Mm. So it is on that basis of fellow brothers and sisters that we can um, uh, uh, apply church membership correctly on the same on the same basis. So this this is really important. Even it boils down even in the practical life of the church, which direction how how voting is taking place, because it it, it says we belong to Christ and we are going to follow Him as He leads the church. Yeah, I mean, um, as as you were speaking, my, my mind just went to. Um, for example, we have this big decision that we, we, we're trying to make. Um, uh, should we spend money on on um, getting a luxury item or should we spend money or send money to to help a, a struggling church? Um, we have these two two realities and 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 what, what we're saying is that ch- chances are if there's an unbeliever in the room they they, most of the time, they're going to be leaning to something that's um, not of kingdom value. I mean, I, I, I think of Judas when mm. uh, when the lady came and she spilled the bottle of perfume, and he was like, oh, "We could have sold that. Mm. <laughs> we could have sold that and 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 and, and used the money to to help the poor." Mm. Um, and I think I think even even a, a statement that comes to my mind is that you you cannot be part of the local church if you're not part of the universal church. Um, all who are in the local church mm-hmm. must be those who are part of the universal church. Now, now this this is, is important now when, when we talk about understanding definitions because when I say that the local church consists of those who are part of the universal church, it does not mean that Central Baptist Church is, is close to unbelievers sitting in the pews. Because that's what people think when, when sure, we make a comment sure. like this. Saying, oh, so you're, so, so you're saying your, your church is, is close to unbelievers. Like, well, uh, maybe you don't understand what we mean by mm. Mm. Uh, you must be part of the universal church to become a part of the local church. Mm. Um, not everyone who attends on a Sunday morning is part of the local church. Sure. But that's, again, we, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're going to be chatting <laughs> that on number three when Isaac's friend comes here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but uh, Matthew, Matthew chapter 6 is... 
16 is a good passage to go to uh, when Christ was speaking to Peter. Um, 16 mm. verse 13 says, Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do you say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, others say Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Verse 18. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you build, you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And we know, <clears throat> excuse me, and we know in Acts chapter 2, Peter gets up and he preaches the gospel with clarity and souls are saved and the New Testament church begins. And, and we know from this and since then, we've seen the Lord has continued to build his church. And, and when we say that the Lord is building his church, we're not saying uh, there's a church in Pretoria where the slogan is passionate about building buildings. Mm. That's not what God is building. Mm -hmm. When we say that the Lord is building his church, we're saying that the Lord is still faithfully saving mm. souls and bringing those souls together. Um, God is doing both simultaneously. He is saving people and he is bringing people to people. Because mm. not only have we been rec um, reconciled vertically, but mm. he also reconciles us uh, horizontally. Right. Um, as, right. as we are... Uh, uh, as we become saved and he redeems us, we are now more forgiving. We are now mm. more caring of each other. Uh, the two commands, if you, uh, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. Mm. The second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Only those who are redeemed are pursuing mm. to keep these two commandments. Mm. You know, I, I, I heard a, <clears throat> a guy just uh, listening to another podcast ish uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> I'm always quoting other podcasts always. Um, but anyways he was just mentioning uh, historically and there was an analysis made in terms of where Christianity has gone and even in terms of how they have grown in influence uh, in different parts of the world and how uh, Christianity has always improved things on wherever it has arrived. Mm. Um, instead of, uh, and compares to, to some of the other religions where, where the, there has brought um, um, just conflict sometimes and all of that. But um, because of that love that Christians have, um, for one another and mm. merciful and doing uh, good actions and starting hospitals and uh, showing the love of of Christ it has uh, it is it is just amazing to see how Christ builds his church sure. throughout history throughout uh, different places and that's what uh, number two also speaks about that, yeah. that this church is the people of God the body of Christ and the temple of the Holy Spirit through whom God's purpose in history is made known you know there are constantly going to be threats to the church sure. but the church is never going to die 
sure. because Christ is building it. Mm. it the church never, there is going to be a lot of, of threats and there is times that God even uses those things to purify the church. Mm. You know, those threats, uh, I think we, we might be approaching one uh, of those times. Here in in as we look at the secularization of society and uh, all these rights and LGBTQ rights and and all of these other things, and I think the church is going to be tested, um, but the church is never going to die. Sure, I mean in 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 reality, um, when we consider um, that that second that second statement there, it's the the emphasis is that the church is the people of God, the body of Christ, and the temple of the Holy Spirit, through whom God's purpose in history is made known. Mm. God is using the church as His vehicle to reveal Himself to the world. Mm. Uh, the 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 reason, and and I mean I've, I've I've said this before in a sermon, but think about it. Why didn't God save us? And as soon as we save, we go to heaven. Mm. <laughs> That would be great. Mm, yeah. <laughs> if if as soon as I believed in Jesus. No more struggle. Oh, oh man. Man, I, if, if as soon as I said, mm. um, I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ has looked almost like, like Goku <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and I'm in heaven. That would have been so cool. But, mm-hmm. but, but God in his sovereign will has, has decided that we stay. And, mm. and we're staying because... Before the foundations of the world, he had prepared the mm. good works that we are to fulfill mm. here. Um, uh, one of the Bible commentators, um, when um, talking about the subject of salvation in Ephesians, he says in chapter 1, we see the source of salvation is the sovereignty of God. Um, sorry, the, the source of salvation is the sovereignty of God. The outcome mm. of salvation is reconciliation with God and with men. Mm. The divine purpose of salvation is the glory of God. How do we give glory to God on the earth? That is by living to, um, uh, what's, what is it? The, <laughs> we, always, we always go back to the chief end of man, is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. The, the, the whole point is to go back to living out our, our divine purpose. God mm. had created us to, as we enjoy creation, we enjoy it in a manner of worship to Him. It means we're not gluttonous. It means mm. um, we, we're not wasteful. It means mm. we are good stewards. But mm. it also means that now that we know that we are saved, we are to be lights. We are the lampstand mm. of God in this dying world. Yeah. The nation Israel, um, even if you look at its positioning, um, the nation Israel was was a great channel of travel. So people mm. who were coming coming down from from Europe and the surrounding areas would go through Israel and would then travel into Africa, and they would obviously get you know different spices and different sort of things from Africa, and mm. then they would travel through Israel again and go back up. Israel was was perfectly located to fulfill its God-given mandate. Mm. God had given Israel the mandate to be a light to the world. Mm. God was very intentional about mm. this. If, if you mm. read through the Old Testament, God made sure that they were different in the way that they spoke, in the way that they dressed, in the way that they worshipped Him. For the sole purpose that when the foreign nations would see the nation Israel, they would see a clear distinction between the people of God and them. Mm. God has always intended that we be set apart from the world for his glory. Now, 
coming into 2022. That hasn't changed. Although we, the, as, as pastors, we're not wearing purple robes and, <laughs> and, and, and we're not going to the Holy of Holies. Although we have access into the very throne room of God because of the finished work of Jesus Christ, that does not mean that the call for us to be separate has, has been severed. God has mm. still called us to be separate from the world because we are to be a light. In fact, yeah. I think it's Philippians chapter 2. Verse 12, that says, we are to be the light of the world in this perverse and mm. crooked generation. Mm. That's what God has called us to do, and that's the purpose of the church. Mm. So here, we're not, we're not yet talking about the, the, the universal, uh, we're not yet talking about the local church and, and, and how the, the local church can be a light. But mm. we are talking about every individual member mm. of the church of God everywhere in the world. So if you're a believer in listening to this, we are talking mm. to you. God mm. has saved you and called you not so that you can climb the corporate ladder, not so that you can be famous on Instagram or Facebook, mm. not so that you can be the top achiever at Tux, but God mm. has saved you so that you can shine his mm. light in your different sphere of influence mm. as you work out all things in excellence to the glory of God. So, Jared, maybe to uh, drive home the point you're making, just want to read from Ephesians chapter 3 uh, from 8. Uh, to me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things so that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. And so this this purpose by which we were created in, in revealing the manifold wisdom of God um, uh, in 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 Christ, uh, being, of being being light, uh, showing uh, uh, that we are a royal priesthood, holy nation, chosen race, uh, people for His own possession, to proclaim yep. the excellencies of Him who called us out of dar- of the darkness into His marvelous light. Sure, but but not only um, not only has has God called us to be light. But it's also called us to be salt. One of the purposes of salt, in fact, in ancient times, salt was more valuable than gold um, Mm. because they didn't have fridges. Um, Mm. And salt was a a preservant of of meat. um, And and, yeah, salt was used to preserve meat. And um, even even the mummies, the salt Mm. was used to uh, preserve the bodies of the mummies in the tomb. Um, so, so, so salt, salt is a, a very, a very costly mineral. But when you think about the preserving nature of salt, think about it as, as you in this world. If God had to remove every believer from the face of the earth, there is nothing stopping him from destroying the world in judgment. God has kept believers in the world and the presence of believers is the reason why the world is being preserved. Read in the end. 
in the end when God destroys the earth and he creates a new heavens mm. and the new earth, that's at the end. Mm. <laughs> it's at the mm. end for a reason. And and, mm. and takes me back to when, when Abraham was with Lot. Lord, if there's 50, mm. Lord, if there's 40, if there's 30 mm. righteous, will you destroy it? If there's 20 righteous, if there's 10 righteous, will you destroy it? God pulled out Lot and his family and he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm. And Lot's wife looked back and she turned into a pillar of salt. Mm. So there, there, there is a preserving element that, that as we are here mm. on earth, we are to preserve the earth, but not just preserve the earth in our mm. presence. Or what's, what's that horrible phrase? Um, um, share, share, the gospel, share the gospel and if necessary. With, with your life, if, if necessary, use words. Oh, man. So bad. Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you've used that, that phrase, but it's, it's, it's not biblical. Mm-hmm. Uh, use words. Use yeah. words. <laughs> the, the, the salt doesn't make any difference if it's not thrown into the food. If it stays inside this, the salt uh, container shaker thing, you know, it's not doing anything. It has to be thrown out. Isaac, you can take my place and preach Sunday night. <laughs> that, that, that's a whole sermon right there, brother. <laughs> but 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 please be 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 encouraged that that God in His sovereignty, He mm. has saved you to become a part of the the beautiful body of Christ. And mm. this this is His bride, Man. His bride that He continues mm. to. Uh, 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 to purify, to to remove all our spots and all our blemishes. It's it's mm. it's. I don't know if we've used it on this podcast before, mm. but it's like a, a bride on her wedding day. Mm. She looks amazing. Mm. She is beautiful, glorious, mm. shining. That that, that 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 white dress just mm. just takes her beauty and just magnifies it. That's 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 what God is preparing us for. Mm. He's he's gonna present us to Himself without mm. any spots and any no. blemishes. That's no. the body of Christ that He redeemed. Mm. That that His Spirit regenerates. That's yeah. the body of Christ that is yeah. reconciled to His Father yeah. and to each other. And and so I think I also just wanted to add one thing, Jabo. I know we have a lot of our listeners who are uh, students, and um, this part that we know that. We are indwelled by the Holy Spirit, that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. In First Corinthians 3.16, do you, know, do you not know that you are God's temple and that, uh, that God's Spirit dwells in you? And, and as, as John was saying, God is refining us and, uh, and He's purifying us as we... But, but um, please take note of, of that in terms of even... Um, your body, how how you're uh, conducting yourself. You know, you mentioned gluttony and then uh, sexual immorality. Yeah. You know, um, we we are to to be conscious that our bodies are the temple of of the Holy Spirit. It's not just mm. um, and not not just a, a, it's something. Special is something. Uh, let me use a, a phrase. In a sense, we are the holy of holies. You know, the sure. Holy Spirit is yes, yes, indwelling yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. us, and and so there is something sacred. And so, just be aware of that, uh, and leave uh, us Christ's um, 
bride who is being made spotless um you know and and strive for that we know that you know we we fail we sin and but uh, keep repenting and trusting in him uh, asking uh, his, uh, him to cleanse us and purify us that mm. we may walk in a manner worthy yeah. my, my old pastor um if i've shared this please bear with me um he he always shared on practicing the presence of christ um and i realize that's that that's an old school thing because a, a lot of pastors in his era um always spoke about oh bless you excuse me oh, <laughs> um, always always spoke about practicing the the presence of christ and 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 th- think about it this way if you were sitting in your room and you were you were watching a um a pornographic a, a pornographic video on your phone and you had your headphones on and um your back was against the wall so uh, you know nobody nobody can catch you because if someone walks in you have enough time to switch it off if god was sitting next to you and watching that video with one of your headsets in his ears how do you think god would respond to that and that's the idea that god is always there mm-hmm. and he's always there physically now physically I, i mean not that you can touch him but he's like he's actually there um he's omnipresent he's he's omni he's sitting right there in your room i mean your door can be closed and um your your husband or your wife your mom or your dad your 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 housemate they might not catch you but but god is there and 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 i i just use pornography because it's like it's like one easy example but even even as you you having premarital sex hmm. god is right there when 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 you are listening to to music with only vulgar language he's got one piece of the headset in his ear when you are being vulgar with your lips he's listening to what you're mm, saying mm. and 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 if if you would be so nervous to say that if god is physically there then you should be nervous because he is physically mm. there and and it says that the body of christ and the temple of the holy spirit but why is he there through whom god's purpose in history is made known mm. god's purpose in history is the redemption of mankind mm. uh, and 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 god is sanctifying you so that you can go on in fulfilling his calling and that is for you to go out and share the gospel of Christ and to be holy as he is holy so so won't you think about that as um you 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 go through the rest of this day remember to actively be practicing the presence of God your body is the temple of the holy spirit god is actually they live as thus amen so i uh, hope you enjoyed this first part as we talk about the church and i will be back in a couple of weeks uh with the second part of talking about the church and god bless you consider this thank you we live in a day where we think that in order to be relevant to our culture we must be like our culture we live in a day where we think in order for the gospel to be relevant we must somehow adapt it to the culture and nothing on the face of the earth or in the bowels of hell could be further from the truth 
We are relevant not because we are like our culture. We are relevant because we are absolutely different. And our gospel has power not because it is acceptable to carnal men. Our gospel has power because it is a scandal to men. Thank you for joining the Theology Alive podcast. Please subscribe and share. Later. I'm so dark. I need light for audio only podcast. Bye, Jesus. Rerach. Rerach. Rerach.